Welcome to Trust the Bachelor Process, a podcast where Bachelor superfans and sisters, Alex and Sarah, discuss all things Bachelor Nation, typically with a glass of rosé in hand, our two true passions. So sit back with us, sip rosé with us, and enjoy the journey with us. It feels really, really good to be in a world where we are talking about The Bachelorette and I know. We're talking about the stupid guys that are coming out of that limo and I'm not worrying about for two hours. I didn't worry that the world was on fire, that we're in a worldwide pandemic, uh, that the election is coming up. All I thought about were these bozos um, who I will inevitably fall in love with. <laughs> Yeah, it feels like the before times, which is what I've been calling it recently. <laughs> because and I'll tell you why, because I was at work and I um I work for a school, a college, and you know in colleges it's like you like can't park anywhere on the campus. And I saw like a guy and I was like, um, I know that this is like reserved, but there's no one around. Do you think that I can like park here? I'm just dropping something off. And he was like, um, in the before times, I would say no, but now, <laughs> now I think you're fine. <laughs> I was like, okay. Did you ever see The Leftovers? It was that Damon Lindelof show on HBO. Oh, I never watched it. Okay, it was about the rapture, and the before is what they referred to as the time before the rapture, and I feel like <laughs> it's quite applicable <laughs> to what we're living in right now. I agree. <laughs> I guess the rapture. Um, so everyone who's been taken up is good, I guess. <laughs> um, we're, anyway, all we're all good. Anyway, um, we are so excited. Uh, it is episode one for Claire's season of The Bachelorette, which we have been told, well, which we have we know that something else is going to go on, but ABC is leaning in hard to it just being a Claire season for right now with the tease of something crazy happening. I, it's, it's really odd to me. I wish so badly I could like be in the strategy room for promoting this season because everyone knows like it's not just like something that oh if you're like on the inside you've like kind of heard about this or like reality steve just like posted about it it was like actual news like entertainment tonight posted taisha's the new bachelorette so it's like the pretending doesn't make sense to me i think abc and i think i get it i think it's actually pretty good storytelling because we all know that it's coming and they're a lot, but they want us to experience it as the story unfolds. Like they want us to be along for the ride. And I think the more that they tease it, the less present we are for the ride. Um, sometimes you need that tease. Sometimes you need that Colton fence jump when you got nothing else going on. But I actually do think this is going to be a pretty dynamic watch and they, and therefore, and we know it's going to happen and therefore, um, it, it's like, you know, those photographs that are taken before tragedy, it's like, um, like the photos are from JFK, like, great mm, mm, <laughs> the mm. terrible analogy and I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but those, those photos are so impactful because you know, something, you know, it's about to happen. It's going to happen. And I think it's kind of applying to the storytelling right now. But do you think that people are more engaged or less engaged because we know? Because I will say, well, okay, personally, I liked the first night. It felt like a typical night one. Like there, you know, other than like going through all the COVID testing and all that, it just kind of like felt like the beginning of a season. But then I was like, wow, I just really wish I could have like binged this entire season in one week. And then I had a friend, friend of the pod, Connie, who told me that she was at like a watch get together with friends and 
they, and like some people didn't seem as engaged. And she's like, I think it's because everyone knows what's going to happen. But I still am like, I actually don't know if I know what's going to happen. Like I know Tasha comes back in some way, but I don't really know how. Yeah. Honestly, I found myself probably a little bit more engaged. Um, mm. I don't know. I can't speak to anyone's individual experiences and I haven't checked like the ratings from last night. Um, but I do, I know as an individual fan, I do, I do kind of want to want to submit myself to the process I don't want mm. to it. I kind of just want to like, trust the process I just want to trust it fall in the grooves of the grand plan all right well let's get into um the before times when Claire she just hears that she's the bachelorette um her little house in San, uh, excuse me Sacramento was so cute I wanted to die when I saw it. Well, our mother is visiting me in California right now. And she, I, I, again, like when it comes to houses or exteriors or interiors or anything that you guys talk about, again, exterior or interior, washes over me, but she mentioned the same thing. I think <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't connect to any of it, but tell me why you think this house was so cute. No, I mean, that's really all I have to say. It's just adorable. And when I saw it, I just like, it just made me like feel, I don't know why I like felt more connected to Claire, like seeing her home because, you know, for so long we're used to, we've been used to these bachelor and bachelorettes that like, maybe they were still living with their parents. Maybe they were renting. They didn't quite have it all together. And to like see this woman who has made such a beautiful life for herself. It just, I, I just got emotional. I think watching it, I was like, wow, I'm like so ready for her to, to do this. Yeah. Well, you know what's great about what you just said, um, and I wish so badly that I cared about houses, but like, <laughs> <laughs> I what that shows is that um, like there's a narrative that's happy that exists outside the norm of like you know you you hit a certain age to get married, you hit you like have a family, um, and then you know become you live your life, become a grandparent, and then. You, fucking die right? <laughs> <laughs> and you just die <laughs> I think what's cool about Claire is she has a really beautiful and fulfilling life outside of the tradition and to see that that's yeah. for her and like she's also just like such a stunningly beautiful woman I just want to walk her time. her teeth are amazing like she should promote her dentist because her teeth are so beautiful. I mean, yeah, but she she is gorgeous. And I totally agree with you. It's, um, yeah, it's nice to see this person who has like maybe gone what feels like the road less traveled just because like, you know, what we're typical, like, or used to seeing on TV is like marriage and babies and all that stuff. But yeah, I'm just, I'm excited for her. I do think it's weird. And I can't tell if this, was true or not, or just like kind of a staged thing that she drove herself from Sacramento down to La Quinta. And it was essentially like in an empty car. Like she didn't even have her purse next to her on the seat, like the seat next to her, like the dogs, it was like just dogs. Like that was the only thing. Right. She could have been driving anywhere. needed to show her in a car they need it again it's the storytelling it's but the- I wonder like if she actually did maybe she didn't film her actual travel but I do wonder if she actually did drive herself down she probably, probably right yeah probably why not it's like I don't Sacramento to- how cool would it be to like so obviously they're like they're living on in this resort like that's just where the whole thing the whole season's being filmed you know, she has her dogs. Incredible. We love that for her. And then also like have your car too. Cause for me, my car is like, Oh, if I'm having a bad day, it's kind of like a nice, like little safe space for me to just go and like cry and sing and like do whatever I need to do. And I'm like, glad to have your car too. That's exce- like, that would be nice. Just like to make it all feel a little more normal. I'd like to point out that you need your car to sing. <laughs> <laughs> 
wall to like like to sing in my for real voice Oh, right. I'm not just going to do that in my house. Do you think that Claire had that in her contract? Because they're absolutely not letting her go anywhere. She's like, no, I just needed to sing in my for real voice. They were like, oh, okay. <laughs> I feel like that would be me. I remember right at the start of the pandemic, our younger sister, Alex, she would, like, I would, like, be FaceTiming with her parents and Grace would come in and just be like, I'm just going to go for a drive. And I was like, what's that about? They're like, she just, like, needs her time <laughs> are like I get that again and like all respect to our our beautiful little sister who I do fully believe is attractive enough to be on the bachelorette someday but um she is not on the bachelorette and again there's no way in hell that they're letting Sarah go <laughs> no but she could just drive around the premises no Sarah no she's not allowed <laughs> to go anywhere I should now I'm like fully going back on it she didn't drive herself down <laughs> Um, okay, what, like, beyond, you know, beyond, uh, transportation vehicles, uh, <laughs> what do you think about Claire as a bachelorette? Oh, I think she was probably made for it. She's, <laughs> um, she's perfect because she has a love story like she's gone through a journey and we've all we've actually all gotten to see a lot of it and we've gotten to see growth over the last seven years which is really cool um and she also has like just like her own backstory like her talking about her father was really really emotional and um both of them. And but, right. And her, and her mother has dementia right now, right? Because we saw her like delivering cookies to her mom during the lockdown. Um, all of that, it, it like gives you a way to connect to this person and to like understand them. And then also because she is such an open book, like the bachelors and bachelorettes that we, and I say we, I mean society like struggles with are the ones that are not actually like very open and vulnerable and truthful like Ari I would say is 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 one of those people and so like she is so open and you know that she is going to like tell us exactly how she's thinking what she how she's feeling what she's thinking all of that so I think she's like kind of the perfect formula for a bachelorette I completely agree and like I just think the the showiness ugh. I didn't mean to say showiness or the um, willingness um, to kind of put herself out there and in the context of how much she has been through, like you, it, it really showcases her strength and resilience. Um, I think that what was an interesting choice though, when they were kind of going through a back series, because we've seen her on many, many franchises. We obviously saw her on Juan Pablo season two scenes in the paradise and what they neglected to show us in her story, which I think is when I personally fell in love with Claire was her time on winter games when she got uh, engaged to Benoit. Why do you, she think was they, engaged. why do you think they let that out? Because that was like truly that not only is it my favorite thing that the bachelor has ever done winter games, but it was also <laughs> my, my favorite display of Claire. We do have a season on winter games. If anyone's curious, go back in the archives and listen. Um, I think Claire didn't want to talk about it. So I think Claire ran the show there. And I got, um, I was recently listening to Nick Vial's podcast and um, a question that he got was like, do the leads really get any sort of like producing um, role in their season? And he said, not most, but I did. And the ones that, have been around for a while, have much more of a say. So I imagine Claire obviously is one of those people. She's been around longer than Nick. And she, I, I don't think Claire wanted to talk about it. Yeah. I don't know like really what went down with her and Benoit. There wasn't like much like follow-up. It just kind of like happened and then it ended. And I don't I would know. imagine he gave her what she wanted in terms of like being emotionally available, but maybe didn't have it, like ultimately didn't have the connection that was, yeah, had like the foundation to be longstanding. I think it was just like, oh gosh, he was there and he was devoted, but maybe they just didn't have that soul connection. 
Well, right, because that's what she wants. Like, she literally has said it on all these teasers. Like, she just wants a guy that she doesn't have to beg for. And it's funny, like, I think people might hear that and be like, God, that's so annoying. But I, I hear that. And I'm like, God, that is so relatable because that is just all we want. We just don't want to have to like beg you to want to be with us. Yeah, it is interesting. I had to read a book per my therapist on attachment theory. <laughs> all attached. I highly recommend it. But for so long, um, I was told that I was an anxious attachment person and anxious attachment people are attracted to avoidant people. And I think Claire is a pretty textbook anxious attachment person and was consistently attracted to avoidant people. I mean, we, again, we saw it with Juan Pablo. Um, but I think she probably is at a place in her life where she could probably fall in line with secure attachment because she has just, you know, built this like stunningly beautiful life for herself. And it is so funny to think about somebody like Claire, who is like, she's obviously been with the wrong guys because she's just like objectively beautiful and kind of a delight. Like, <laughs> it's just like, come on, like, it's kind yeah. of an obvious place. To like, me, Claire does feel like the total package. Like, I, I don't... And I don't mean this to sound like, how is she still single? Because I like hate those questions. But it's like she like teaches yoga and she's um, she's fun. Like she's like a fun, energetic person. She seems to have a lot of friends. Like she's pretty much like down to like go on an adventure and like do anything. And I'm like, it just like feels to me like the kind of girls that like, if I'm just talking in like a very general broad sense that like men are attracted to. But yeah, I don't know. I, I you know what I like about her, and it's one of the same things I like about you. She does the other girls in the house's hair. Yeah. Because she's yeah. a hairdresser. And I always think that is the mark of a good gal pal and therefore a good person when you're like willing to take the time to make it the other women around you look the time and the care. Um, and like you approach life from abundance if you're doing other people's hair or makeup and you also want them to look pretty and feel just because they're looking beautiful and confident doesn't mean that you can't also look beautiful and confident. Like there's enough for everybody. Yeah. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I, I know I love the moment when she, I forget what guy she was talking to, but she was like, you know, just for so long, like my friends were getting engaged, have like getting married, having babies. And like, I just never really, like, it didn't bother me because I was just so excited for all of them. And I was like, that's just, yeah, she's just a good person. She's like a good, she's a really good friend. And this is what I, this is the one thing that I'm worried about with her. And it is one thing because the entire time she was talking to Chris and she was talking about the emotional roller coaster with her dad and now she's still safe emotional roller coaster with, you know, the death of her father and mm-hmm. what she's gone through with her mom. And she's just genuinely had, a, she's gone through a lot. And like, I know they keep saying she's the oldest bachelorette, but she's still young by comparison. Yeah. She's just still like a young person. Yeah. yeah. She's gone through a lot for somebody her age. Um, and, uh, like the entire time that she was, you know, talking to Chris, I was like, oh my God, I love her so much. I respect her so much. I think she's so great. And I still believe all of those things, but, um, and we will get to him, but I think she puts too much emphasis on people too early. Like Mm -hmm. she falls in love too hard, too fast rather than taking a step back and like maybe allowing the attraction to grow or maybe getting to know somebody. Like she almost like her wanting a fairy tale is to her detriment. I think. And I'm fun. yeah. You've been through therapy. You know it's on how it works. <laughs> I'm I'm I, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm actually very worried. <laughs> I'm a little worried. All right, let's jump into the guys. Um, or as I'd like to say, the biggest group of babies I've ever seen. They easy. I think it was easy. Literally cried when he got his COVID. <laughs> Okay, so I, let's talk about this because I live in California. So like they, obviously these men had to jump through a lot of hoops to be on this season, let alone because um, they, they're going to be quarantined for the entire eight weeks or however long it's going to film in this little spot. But before that, they had to quarantine prior to and get tested many, many times 
to make sure that the bubble was as secure as it possibly could be. Because let's not kid ourselves, swap and spit is going to happen. So I live in California, and I've gotten tested, I think, somewhere between <laughs> times. I can't remember exactly, but it's around that, like, that sphere of times. I've gone to Dodger Stadium every single time, and every single time I've had to get a mouth swab, and it's been easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl. These guys actually had to get the nose swabs, and I heard that hurts like a motherfucker. <laughs> well, I think it depends, right? I have had... I actually have not been tested, but I also have literally not done anything or gone anywhere. <laughs> so um, I'm really not in contact with anyone outside of my immediate um, husband and dog. But anyway, um, I just don't want people to hear like, oh my God, like she's not getting tested. That's, but like, I truly, guys, I have not gone anywhere. So please don't be worried in Virginia. Um, I'm not worried. Anyway. I'm just judging you. <laughs> <laughs> I have gotten though, like a, the two, like the camera that's had to go up your nose and down, up the nose and down the throat so they could get like an image of what's going on in your throat before. It is horrible it is it's not comfortable it's very weird i imagine this feels like the exact same thing i would argue mine was maybe worse because it had to then go down my entire throat but it wasn't like i like i don't know like to me like needles blood drawn like that to me is so much worse and like you said they have been tested multiple multiple times like I just can't eat like I don't our sister is in college and has to get tested like every single week and she's like it's fine it's whatever I'll go do it right now I don't care <laughs> okay so I think what we were seeing was yes we saw a lot of uh, like a uh, like a uh, condensation falling from their faces <laughs> I think it is a natural bodily response to have your eyes water if something's <laughs> up. Okay, yes, correct. But they were like literally braced up against walls and being like, okay, here it goes. Here it goes. It's happening. It's happening. Um, I I would like to laugh at them, but I know I would be the same. So <laughs> Uh, well, I, I really think it's incredible that they, like, everyone made it through. Happy, of course, that everyone's safe. I, I can't, it's, it is always hard to watch people go home the first night. That's always difficult. I cannot even imagine being sent home after all of this. I mean, it, you put your life on hold in a different way than what's going on right now and in a different way than anyone in the season has. Like, right now, when we're all very isolated and need any sort of connection, it actually was not possible for them to have any. They couldn't, like, like they probably didn't feel comfortable putting on a mask and going to the park with a friend, you know? Like, they, like, they had to quarantine. They had to fully quarantine. A lot of people are like, yeah, I'm quarantining. But they, like, but I eat outside at restaurants. Like, <laughs> like they actually had to do that. And then to like fly or drive there with like all of the safety gear and then yes, go through two more tests and have Chris Harrison deliver the news on your doorstep, which was really cool. Wish all of our COVID tests could be delivered. Like Chris Harrison, yeah. Our COVID, but yeah, I can't even imagine what it was like to be sent home after all of that. I mean, I would have been on the floor. Yeah, this rose ceremony was particularly hard for that reason. And like you saw what it looked like when they were finally able to get out of their little individual houses at the La Quinta Resort. And they were just, they were like, this is what real freedom feels like. <laughs> I know, they're like cannonballing into the pool. <laughs> yeah, you can argue that like a lot of moments on this show are manufactured. I think the joy that they felt when they were <laughs> out of their little pods was 100% real. Um, yeah, so my heart really, really went out and continues to go out to all of these men over the course of whatever this show is going to be. Yeah, so I agree. I really, really felt it. <laughs> this is going to be, I think this is going to be like slightly emotional to watch because I think uh, we are going to empathize with everybody significantly more um, because 
we are experiencing our own hellish version. Of yes. That. A lot of people that have been just talking like, just, you know, even if it was casual, just like saying how it's been the last few weeks or, or if it did get emotional, I, I know I really felt like I like, like I, it must've been so impossible not to connect with every single person in that room, you know, because oh, yeah. these are the first people that you're actually able to like physically be with. And after like, just, everything for the last six months. Right. I mean, it was like six months of just like waiting and yeah, I know it was, yeah, it was pretty much, I got, I got really emotional when Claire, again, like when Claire was talking about her dad and all that, it, she, you know, he was like saying like, you show up, like, that's what you do. Like you show up and that's like the mark of like a brave and a good life. And I just, it's just like certain things like that. It's just like, we're really yeah throw, throw me off the edge. <laughs> I okay. almost kind of like buy flats from ET from everybody and <laughs> lifetime supply from Claire because of what everyone has been through to get to this point. I'm just like, oh God, life is so hard. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what? let's talk about the guys and we'll talk about them in order of their limo. Of their limo. Okay. So the first guy that came out is Ben. He's an army ranger. He's 29 and he did some beautiful deep breath exercises with our gal, Claire. This is the first time that I noticed that Claire was going to be a really great bachelorette because I noticed she's very good at also making the men feel comfortable. Yeah. Like um, she creates all of their stuff with enthusiasm. And we saw it the first with, at first with Ben. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you're so right. There was nothing kind of like, oh, okay. Like that's weird. Um, her confidence shone through for each yeah. of them. Yeah. Do you have any feelings about Ben? I mean, I thought he was totally adorable. Um, I don't even remember what he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Great. What if I, what if my dear friends is uh, friends with, like, I guess she was just like, yay, Ben, you're there. Like she like wrote, like she said that on her Instagram story. So I'm absolutely going to have to reach out to her. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Obviously. But he was an army ranger and he was cute. And I, I don't think he made, uh, I don't think we we saw much of him beyond the beginning, but I do know he makes it through to the next round. So hopefully we get to know him a little bit better. Here's the one thing where I did feel like this night one was a little different. We, not many of them had camera time beyond their limit limo exit. Like, I feel like night one, you at least get like an ITM or like you hear a lot from the, we didn't really hear anything from most of them. Yeah. So it, yeah. Other than two, which we will get to. Yeah. Uh, this next guy, Riley, I think he, he himself his whole name. He said Riley Christian. He's an attorney. She's guilty as charged for looking so <laughs> <laughs> he seemed nice enough I think he makes it yeah I think he makes it again a lot of these guys just like seemed like really nice there wasn't you know there there wasn't like a super standout jerk beyond the two that we'll get to yeah um mom okay I, I was watching with mom who was visiting and I think it was around when Riley got out here she was just like wow these men are so handsome yeah they are they're actually really attractive this it always gets me like I look at their headshots and I'm like oh like what did they go to Target to cast this year <laughs> but I I then they always walk out of the limo and I'm like what was I thinking <laughs> What are you saying about the general population of Target? Uh, I didn't think I thought it sounded like you're about to say something. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh. All good. Okay. I, I want to talk about the third guy, though. Okay. Is it Zach B? Yeah. So Zach C is my favorite. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> why. So this is the addiction specialist, and he's had the first six, hug in six months. Yeah. Okay. So he's, a, yes, he's an addiction specialist. He is an addict himself recovered or it, you know, I think you're in recovery, you know, for life, but, um, he's spoken like very, he's just been very public about it. What I liked about him, not, not this other stuff that I know about him, which I'll get to, but he, he came out, I can't remember exactly what he said, but it was so, he was there to like calm and reassure her. And he was basically like, everything's okay. Like when I, like, see, he was just like, Hey, everything's okay. And I was like, oh my God, everything is okay. And he's like, you're here. You've made it. Good luck. <laughs> I, what I liked about what he said to her initially was yes, exactly what you said. He was good at making her feel comfortable. Um, and like 
you know, in a relationship, it's like she's going to have to take care of him. He's going to take, have to take, take care of her. It's nice that he has that gene. But I also liked what he said about, because they're both, I think Zach is 36 and she's 39. Um, he said, I'm happy you didn't settle. I am happy we didn't settle. Yes. We're on the path to find the person that's right for us. Um, and I think that's true. Like, especially when you get married a little bit older, it's just, uh, you're, I'm not saying this for all people, but you're, for some people, you're more inclined to know what you want out of a relationship. Yeah. So he's a Philly guy. So he, well, he's from, he's. He's from like South Jersey, but he's like Philly area. So, cause I saw on his Instagram that he's like all, he was like at the Eagles game, like all that stuff. So like, I'm married to a Phillies guy. So like that, you know, I obviously like to that. Um, also but, we're from Philadelphia. So. And we're from Philadelphia. <laughs> <Remember> that? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Um, but then, okay, this is a little bit of a spoiler um, for okay. the, the season, but he apparently is a major player for Tasha. Oh. So, and I read that and I was like, wow, that I actually really see it. I see that. I do too. I, yeah. I think she would do really, really well with a guy who's a little bit older than she is and a sensitive soul. I think she needs that. I agree. Wow. And she, that is kind of her physical type. Like he doesn't yes. look like Derek. Like he's kind of got a Derek vibe and she was in him for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Wow. So I see that for her. We'll see okay. what happens. Cool. The next guy, Jordan M, who's a cybersecurity engineer. She was like seven feet tall and he goes home. <laughs> he was so cute. What a bummer. They were all so cute. That, like really, there was not a single one that was like, Ooh, it like written like not a single one. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I don't know what to say. <laughs> did a good job. Everyone's hot. <laughs> good um, job. This next guy, okay. His name was Jason. He came out with a little pregnant belly and to pay homage to Claire. Only he said instead of a baby, he was gonna carry the weight of the relationship. Which <laughs> is like kind of a weird turn of phrase. I liked him. He obviously made her laugh, but he also like later on in an ITM talked about how she was the most beautiful woman he had ever seen other than his mom, which in general is a really great sentiment to have, but it's like odd and creeps me out to hear it in the context. Oh yeah. I wouldn't. No, I, I, yeah, I'd run away from that. (laughs) Red flag. (laughs) I don't, I don't like that at all. Do not appreciate that. At first, I was really into it because I was like, oh, I like when they like, they do callbacks to, you know, whatever they did in their season. That's sweet. But yeah, no, I agree with you. I I was, as the night went on, he came, he got lower and lower on my list. <laughs> yeah. Strong first impression and then like diminishing returns every time. <laughs> no, thank you. I mean, again, no, he went over. I'm sure he's a great person um okay the next guy with his name was uh ivan uh, he said you were very beautiful with maganda call i guess is what and i can't remember what language yeah 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 <laughs> he was very sweet i don't really i don't think he had literally i don't think you saw him again <laughs> i know i know i know all right next next oh this guy was interesting this guy I thought would have been cool for Ashley I had they ever met in a later, like in a different realm. His name is Kenny. He was the boy band man- manager and he came in with a shirt of her dogs. Yeah. I, which, I thought that that was really cute. I need to know which boy band. Yeah. What boy band could it be? I imagine an up and coming. Okay. Here's where we, like, if anyone is in the music business, like, and know who Kenny is, like, please. <laughs> anyone know Kenny in the music industry? Who manages boy bands. Like, like, it's not, well, first of all, there's not, boy bands are, like, kind of a thing of the past. Like, there's not, like, a lot of them out. So, like, it's not One Direction, you know? So, like, it's got to be, like, an up and coming. Unless it's, like, five seconds of summer or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what are they called? Oh yeah. Is it but would we call them a boy band? 
they're all boys. I don't know. I don't, what do we, I don't know what the definition is anymore. I think it probably has evolved. Um, I also this, thought this was a fun moment for Claire because she was just like, can I pet my dogs? And she felt his stomach. She's like, this is just so I can pet my dog. Yeah, I thought it was like really funny. I liked it. I like seeing a little humor. I like seeing a little sauce. I thought this moment was very fun. Yeah, me too. Very into it. I loved, yeah, it's sweet when they like know what you care about. I do too. I think when, when they show that they've been paying attention to you, it's a really good sign and just hang out with them for a little longer. See what it's about. Yeah. Um, this next guy, Brendan, I wrote down he's a commercial realtor and I could not pick him out of a lineup. I know <laughs> I <laughs> Okay. Right. Well, maybe we'll get to looking at Sarah's face on Zoom and she's giving me nothing. I'm shaking my head. <laughs> there are way too many double names, too. Not only do we have two Blakes, we have two Blake M's. Yeah. I, I, what are we going to do with the Blake M's? This is crazy. We have to learn their last names, I guess. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> All right learning last names okay this next guy was my favorite and i am devastated <laughs> like i literally i i saw his like his pictures like or his little video he's like we're going to meet claire i'm so excited his name is mike he's 38 he's from canada he's a digital media advisor and this is when i was just like oh this is a good guy he brought her comfy sandals to jump into for when her feet got tired in heels. This is a guy that's gonna take care of you and that is thinking about you and that is thoughtful and that is cute. And you know why I'm bummed? He's gone, he went home and this could have been a guy that would have been right for Tasha. Yeah, I, yeah. But this was when I realized, I was just like, oh Claire, yours and mine, taste doesn't overlap. This is my grocery Joe this year. This is my grocery. Yeah, I agree. I loved, loved, loved this move. I literally think it's like the best limo thing, like limo exit that could have ever happened to a bachelorette. I would have like swooned over something like that. Like that to me was super sweet. They were also like, like, I feel like he tried with like the style even because they were like a little glittery. They were a little more dressed up to so like match her dress. I know. I like to me, it's just. It wasn't it was just like flip flop. Sorry. That's what that's like, like, especially, as, you know, as we become women of a certain age. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not saying like we're not sexy or whatever, but like when we get a little bit older, it's not like the hunk. And regardless, he was a total Total hunk. Yeah, they all are. But it is those gestures that really matter in a partnership. And I, it, exactly what you said, Sarah, I would have totally swooned. I'm no. devastated. I know. Well, maybe some guys come back for Tasha. All right. I'm going to say a little prayer tonight. <laughs> my digital media advisor from Alberta. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I was shocked he could cross the border. Well, there we're letting people in to here. I think it's the other way around. Everyone's like, no, we don't want. Right. Like, can he go back? Cole? Don't know. Don't know. <laughs> Hopefully. They should let the guys who get sent quotes home just stay. Like, at least get a vacation out of it. No, go home. What are you going to do on a La Quinta resort? Like, you can't can't interact with anybody it's you like, interact with each other okay, like so all the guys that get sent home all stay and like have a, and like have fun no, go home and like have sex with your high school girlfriend like I don't want you <laughs> no only if you've both been tested okay well that is the new wave of dating Sarah so I don't know if you've heard but the singles out here are getting tested before they hook up and it's so you need like you need like your STD test and your COVID test. Yep, that's the new way. <laughs> so at this point, he's used to it. Go have sex with your high school girlfriend. Um, Jeremy, <laughs> 40, banker. Um, he said he was here to make her laugh. Didn't seem quite funny, but he asked No, me. not the funniest guy I've seen. <laughs> 
but also it's like how are you going to show you're funny within the five seconds like and Alex, so it oh. wasn't just sorry it wasn't just that it's that he was like i really like to laugh uh like he, like he wasn't even like happy about it it's i just you have to give everybody a benefit of the doubt with the like with the limo exits, I'm going to give Sarah the benefit of the doubt and say, baby, they didn't connect on their one-on-one, but you can't judge somebody based on whether their limo entrance is yeah, other than fair. like the digital media advice. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. We got another Blake. He was no, this is actually our first Blake, I think. Oh, this is Blake number one. <laughs> yeah. He's a male grooming specialist uh, and he looks like he manscapes and does a good job taking care of it. So good yeah. for you, Blakeen. First Blakeen, thumbs up. Uh, the next guy is oh one of our first, one of our first drama queens, Tyler. He came up in the station wagon. He's from West Virginia, and he told on. Is it Joseph? Joseph, Joseph? because apparently Joseph was DMing ladies prior to the show. So but when he, he pulled didn't tell on Yosef, he pulled Yosef aside. So Sarah, what is your feelings on the Tyler Yosef? Yeah. Well, first of all, I kind of liked the station wagon. Um, <laughs> I thought it was kind of like a fun, like I'm not like really into guys that are really into their car. Like that's just not, I don't. I don't know. I'm glad, like, if you have a hobby, that's, like, awesome, but it's just, like, not, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> so I, like, kind of thought the beat-up station wagon was fun. I thought, uh, Claire kind of thought it was fun. Okay, now the situation, I agree. So, here's, he did not bring it up to Claire, but I don't even really get the point of bringing it up to Yosef because if he wasn't going to bring it up to Claire because he gossiped about it with all the guys. So you knew like, like it was like, he was excited to spill that tea. And I hate when he was like, I wasn't going to say anything, but I'm just going to say it. It's like, well, why? (laughs) I don't know. Like it, to me, I was like, if you weren't even going to bring it up to Claire, I don't even know why you bring it up to Yosef, this guy that you've never met. Maybe if it was a few weeks in and Yosef was being a real douchebag and he was like, well, here's something I know about you, but it's like night one and they, it doesn't look like they've really talked. Yeah. I think I'm in it with you too. I think I agree with you. I think I also to me, and we have discussed this before, it does not matter what you do up until that day one, as long as you're yeah. not in a relationship when you're there on day one. But you could have been hooking up with somebody up until day one, but as long as you end it, it doesn't matter what you've done leading up to it. And especially in the situation where they were unsure if this season was even going to happen. I agree. I'm, I don't care that he was DMing anybody. I don't care either. Um, I know I liked Claire's question when she was like, do you have a girl who thinks she's your girlfriend? Like that was kind of funny. Cause that all like, that happens a lot. Like girls think that they're a girlfriend and they're not. <laughs> so she, I gaslight them. Yeah. I, right. I also think that, okay. So then I was like, okay, I actually agree with Yosef of going straight to Claire. Because to me, if this guy was like bringing up the beef with me, I would be like, okay, he, he talked to some of the other guys. He obviously like, whatever, this is obviously going to come up. So I did agree with him going head on and being like, hey, I just, something came up and I just kind of want to squash this. However, <laughs> so when he was going up to her, I was like, okay, I agree with this. This is all fine. He didn't actually have, like, anything to say. Like, he didn't, like, he couldn't, it seemed like he wanted to defend himself. You're right. I don't really care that he was DMing girls. It doesn't really matter to me. I bet Tyler was DMing girls, truthfully, probably. So, like, I bet they all are. You, like, what are you going to put your entire life on hold? You can't. Yeah, so I, yeah, I don't, like, disagree with it, but it, it, like, to me, I would have had more respect for Yosef if he was, like, listen... Like, yeah, it sounds like we have some mutual friends. Like, yes, like I was dating before this whole thing and I didn't know if I was going to make it on here. And if he, if he was honest in that way, I would have had 
more respect. But it, yeah, he just was like, I want to bring this up to Claire. And she's like, okay, well, is it true? And he was like, listen, I don't want to get in if it, into if it's true or not. Like, he <laughs> couldn't, like, say anything else about it. So I was like, why did you even... I don't understand why any of them went to each other. Honestly, this is the most boring conflict that I have ever seen in my yeah. life. Yeah. Um, so let's move on. <laughs> okay, that's good. Let's do it. Uh, she Basically, the moral of the story is she sends Tyler home. She ends up keeping Yosef, which I think was probably the better move. Um, but it, again, she should have kept Mike, the digital. <laughs> yeah. It Mike actually doesn't matter Mike. that she <laughs> Because she made the wrong decision. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Bennett, so, farmer guy. Yeah. So this is like the guy who say that I'm not attracted to generally. So that like pulls up in like a Rolls Royce. Like I'm not like into the like, oh, I like rented this fancy car for our first date or <laughs> like whatever. Oh, However. he also said he wanted to show up in true Hollywood fashion. Fuck off. You are 90 miles away from Hollywood. You're in Palm Springs. Like Also, uh, like, true yeah. Hollywood fashion is, like, my car's air conditioning doesn't work, and I can't pay my bills. <laughs> my check engine light is on constantly. If <laughs> yeah. that's how you want to show up, buddy, then you are the right, in the right place. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, okay, this next guy's pretty interesting. He's other Blake. He's 29. He's apparently, quote unquote, the only person that Claire re or reached out to Claire during the pandemic. Um, and they, I think it was her first kiss of the night. What mm -hmm. did you think about this guy? Well, I thought it was really funny because she's like, you broke the rules. And he looked terrified. And then she's like, but I'm so glad you did. And then he was <laughs> like, like he went from like frowning to huge smile. Like he was like so scared of being so happy. Um, I like him. I don't know. I don't have anything necessarily like glowing to say about him, but I don't dislike him. He seems like into her. He, I think I like that he seems incredibly into her. He's mm -hmm. so much younger than her. And it was the only one where I was just like, oh, that is a little boy next to a woman. Like I just couldn't get past it. Yeah. He's got a really gorgeous full beard. Oh, yeah. No, he's a very handsome man. I just, I no, just, yeah, I know, but you're right. I get it. Yeah, he's young. Uh, this next guy, Chris, was a landscape designer. Very cool job. Um, he said he waited 139 days to meet her, and I think that just put in perspective what these guys have had to go through. Go through. Yeah. So, other than that, again, couldn't pick him out of a lineup. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Uh, this next guy, AJ. Uh, we say goodbye to AJ that night, but wow, what an entrance. Um, he came out and said, I usually, uh, my friends think I give a horrible first impression. And she's like, no way, you're super cute. And she seemed into him and she seemed endeared to him. And then he squeezed her hand so hard it looked like her ring bit her. Do you think it was on purpose, Sarah? Squeezing her hands that hard? Yeah. Like, or doing, like, the bad first impression. Like, it was part of the bit of giving a bad first impression. Oh, I don't know. But it was really strange because she was like, ow, ow. And he was, like, just talking to her. And she was like, my hand hurts. Ouch. Oh, yeah. And then he was talking about her eyes being green or something. And yeah. she was like, that's great. But, like, my, it hurts. It hurts me. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe if it, I can't, I can't decide if it was, like, some, like meta bit or if he's just literally that unaware um but unfortunately we're not going to get to know the answer to that because he's out of there unclear yeah unclear the next guy joe anesthesiologist he's there to save her life her love life do anesthesiologists save lives or do they just help other people save <laughs> okay i totally get what you're saying i get i get it but apparently it is like the hardest schooling to go through for med school because like, I don't think that it's necessarily like that they save your lives, but they could very easily one mistake end your life. <laughs> you know, like, It's very like, you're really putting it all in that person's hands. Totally. Well, I thought he was really cute, and I liked the little bit that he did with her with the, like, wild animals in the sand. I thought he was really, really sweet. Does he, I can't remember if he makes it, do you know? Um, I don't know. 
great. Well, we'll find out next week. <laughs> uh, next guy, Garen. Oh, I like Garen. Um, I like Garen too. Professor of journalism uh, in North Hollywood, which is right by where I live and kind of near where Sarah used to live. And I thought he was really sweet and nice. And when they were chatting later, his niece drew a picture for her. Yeah, I love that. I know she was like, oh my God, she drew my highlights. I know, I thought that was really, really cute. And like Claire has like made it known she wants like have a family and stuff too. So it's nice to like. There's just like some people that seem really easy to be around. They just have a really good nature. And I mean, so far, Garen seems to be one of those kinds of people. Yeah, and I always like a, um, a, like a person that's like, because he was like basically crying during the rose ceremony being like, she has to pick me, she has to pick me. And I always like someone that's like, oh, they hate me, they hate me. And then she like calls his name and he's like, never mind. <laughs> that's like you waiting for a guy to text you and you're like, can you come in for a second? Yeah. Oh, wait. I, <laughs> I've actually done that. I've actually called a friend on FaceTime bawling, <laughs> weeping, weeping. I have no idea what I do. I have no idea. And then the guy calls me and I'm like, I gotta go, he's calling me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that is a pretty common experience. <laughs> uh, the next guy, Robbie, insurance banker, don't remember him. Insurance broker, excuse me. I don't remember him. Do you? N nope. Okay, great. Uh, the next guy, easy. I like Easy. He's the sports marketing manager, former pro football player, and did the cute little bit about the first round draft pick. He has fun commentary. Like he was just like, who bought the cookies? He's the one, and he, this is the one bummer about Easy though. He was really judging all the other guys for their bits. And they're like, they're not serious, but he came charging through a sign. So. I know. Um, I liked his jack, like his his um, whole suit. It's kind of like the new salmon jacket. Oh yeah. Oh, this is funny. I've seen a lot of people on the internet also just like going back to Tyler C. Being like Tyler Cameron sh Cameron should sue for defamation. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good bit. It's a good Yeah, I like. Excuse me. I liked Easy a lot. And like, yeah. By the way, like. I think that the people bringing snacks was like the smartest thing ever. I saw that and I'm like, why don't we see this more often? Because like, we know that they're not eating all night and they're like, they're all so hungry. And then all the guys were like, are those cookies? <laughs> hmm. I mean, I will say they do have crafty. It is a film production set, <laughs> but still snacks are, I'll, I'll never say no to snacks. Same. Uh, okay. Oh, Sarah, this next guy, Jay, he's a fitness instructor. He's a total weirdo because he came in a straight jacket, but he's from Langhorn, which is where we're from. Yeah, I know. Town over from where we're from. But yeah, he's, I know, but I was, I did not like the straight jacket. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. What a bummer. I was just like, you're not, what, you're not going to have fun. I'm uncomfortable watching you. <laughs> but he makes it. He does. He does. We'll see him next week. So hopefully we'll get to know another side of him. We'll find out. And then maybe see sides of him because <laughs> we couldn't see anything. <laughs> we couldn't see anything. This next guy was Chapin. He came in shredded armor. It was a good like intro, but I, I don't remember anything about him. Yeah. Interesting name, but yeah. Uh, this next guy, Damar, was a spin cycle instructor. He did the skydiving event. Again, great bit. I don't know much about him other than I felt bad for him in the rose ceremony because he was very anxious. Would have been way better if he actually skydived in. Yeah. 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 Would have made, truthfully, much more sense. But Much more sense, but, you know, these COVID times, <laughs> what are you going to do? It is what it is. <laughs> oh, okay. This next guy, Ed. Healthcare salesman. He came in the bubble. Loved, loved that the loved healthcare it. guy came in his health bubble. <laughs> in his health bubble. So good. And apparently he was walking, like I saw Chris Harrison tweet that he was in that for a really long time. Like he's <laughs> like, he's like, yeah, it was actually like a really long driveway and he had to walk really hard. It was really hot. <laughs> <laughs> he moved incredibly slow like he had been doing it for a while <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> respect the uh the dedication of the bit and um the next guy yosef we've spoken enough about him but he did bring moon pies 
and he is a dad. And yeah, I actually wrote down this quote. I don't remember who said it, probably easy, but they were like, well, it's turning into a potluck in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That really made me laugh. Speaking of potluck, our next guy, Jordan C, brought the popcorn. And this is what I liked about Jordan C. So when Tyler was talking about, uh, or when he brought Yosef over to the side, Jordan C was like, hold on, I need my popcorn. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, let me get popcorn to watch. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, okay, Jordan's a fun hang. And I think- I love, I love the guys that are just, I truthfully, I love the guys that are just there to have fun. Yeah, that's, what you should, that's how you should present while you're dating anyway. Like, it's just like, hey, yeah. like, let's have, this kind of is a hard thing for all of us. So if we approach it from a place of having fun, we might actually get to know each other a little bit better. And then those serious conversations can sprout out, out of having fun. But when you're so anxious off the bat, like, you can't yeah. really organically. So yeah. last word and see. Okay, Zach J. Okay. So this is interesting because I saw his picture. I remember we were on our, our friends, the Bachelor's Own podcast, and we all collectively thought that Zach J was like the perfect guy for her. Um, based on his picture alone. I did not love his limo entrance. Do you remember what it was there? No. He got down on one knee. Oh, the fart. He had a fart. <laughs> I actually thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> Mom's here and she's giggling in the background. Uh, I it guess was kind of funny. Like, he, like talking about someone there to have fun. <laughs> That's true. I did. He did say something a little bit later that I thought was incredibly funny because she went to pull, like, she, they saw the first impression Rose was presented around the same time as the fight that had happened. And he just saw Claire kind of moving in and out of the house. He's like, oh my God, I hope this is about the fight and not the first impression. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was kind of cute. Yeah. I, I thought the fart box was kind of funny. Like <laughs> I think that I would have laughed. <laughs> need it's like a special box that it was and then you literally saw like a butt <laughs> ball butt um okay this next uh brandon the real estate agent don't remember him but i do know she gave him he gave her a kiss on the cheek oh cute i'm gonna skip this next person because i think we should save him for last okay. but the person after the next person was Paige. he was the oh, yeah. chef he came right after she thought she met the love of her life so he washed over her I know I felt bad and he had a tough like exit because he got sent home too. He did. And then Tyler S is a music manager and I don't remember him either. Uh, <laughs> so do we want to talk about her connection with Dale before we sign off tonight? Yeah. Okay. So the conspiracy is that sh people are convinced that Claire and Dale either met or started talking before The Bachelor arrived like before they came on the show. I am not convinced by that. Truly, I'm not. I mean, Claire has gone on record. I think Rachel Lindsay even went on record saying like she, the only person that she had any con um, contact with was Blake M when he reached out. Um, it. I, I don't know what, I think, okay. I think what she meant when he spoke to her and she said, or she saw him or something, she's like, I knew it. I think that was her expressing that she knew that she would just know when she found the one. But like, that's I think, not how it works. Like, I, I also don't think that that's how it works, but I do, like, there are people that believe that they have had love at first sight. People believe that they have that. And so if they find the guy is really hot and like perfect to look at and like calls himself. We got a, a like, we got a really, really good, like a lot of really good Twitter jokes out of this. It was like the first man that talks to me after quarantine. I think I just met my husband. <laughs> <laughs> or like yeah. Yeah. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> like there's a lot of good stuff on Twitter. I do encourage everyone to go check it out. Um but I, I'm, I think that that is what she was expressing when she said, I knew it. 
So here's why I worry. And Alex, it goes back to the thing that you were saying is Claire has classically been, from what we've seen, attracted to the man that's not really available emotionally or whatever. Dale said like two words, if that. Like he didn't really say anything in his exit. He didn't really say anything super interesting like in their... Well, he said one thing that made me be like, you're a fucking liar. And that was like, when he talked to her, he's like, yeah, usually like other women are ending the relationships. I'm so used to getting rejected. I was like, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah, like, like that, but it was just like, it's like a classic thing. Like everyone says that when they go on The Bachelor or Bachelorette, you know, like he just like didn't bring anything to the table. So I don't, I don't get it other than the, the sense that maybe he, it, did it, he was the one that seemed the least into her. <laughs> I think he seems, I don't, I don't think that he's, here's the thing. I don't think that he's not into her. He's like very cute and very charming and he seems really sweet. I think we just don't know. Like, and her reaction was so huge based on something that we just don't know. But I will say, because obviously I had to do my Instagram stalking. Yeah. She was just like, I felt it. I felt it the minute that I saw him. So Dale posted the picture of them, of him exiting the limo. And I just want to make sure that I'm quoting him correctly. He said, I felt that, period. And it's the picture of them out of the limo. So he seems to be agreeing. So we will see how their connection unfolds. Maybe there is something such as love at first sight. I'm willing to give Claire the benefit of the doubt. People, people believe that that happens to them. I will say that's not how it happened with Adam and I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> not because I didn't love it. I met him like years before we actually like genuinely started dating, and it was just like in a like drug setting. <laughs> I think it was years. <laughs> Maybe a year. It must have been a year or whatever. Anyway. <laughs> One week. Who's to say? <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, never mind. It's it's semantics. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. I just, there are people that believe in that. And like, I, I don't know. I, I guess. It's really shallow. I don't know that how you can know that you have a connection with somebody if you don't know them um um yeah i don't know i don't know yeah okay all right you know what we got at least one more week with her until <laughs> she leaves with this guy so we'll see how things play out i do want to say champion moment i think what our fence moment will be with with claire moving forward is when you hear the guy call her out for being old uh, and she was like, I am single at my age because I didn't settle for men like that. And I was just like, hell. For men like that. <laughs> I know, like that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I can't wait for that. I don't know who it is. I can't figure that out. No, I know. I tried to rewind it and brighten my screen and I couldn't see. Yeah, they could have, like, changed his, like, voice, too, like, in the teaser, but I don't know. I am, I am excited for the season. Um, obviously, I'm just, like, looking forward to them, like, introducing Tasha into the mix. I don't know. It's, the whole, the whole situation is very odd, but I do feel very, very grateful that the show is back on. Me, too. It feels good. I feel and like that they're doing everything to, like, make it feel like the show. Yeah, it was even funny with the lighting. I was just like, I, it took me a second to realize that they weren't at the mansion. I know, like part of me was like kind of nervous that we would just like see these people in sweatpants for eight weeks, like how real life is going for everybody else. No, they still got to paint the fantasy. That's what this is all about. Yeah, yeah. I'm also just as curious to see how production handles just dates in general. I, I'm like very excited. Do you, oh, just like on how they're actually producing the date? Yeah, yeah. I wonder if you have to get another test before you go on a one-on-one -on -one with Claire. 
Probably not. Like, and if they're not leaving the premise, probably not. Are, isn't the NBA bubble getting tested, like, every single day? I don't know. I, sports, what, what is it? I know it's over. Well, it's actually over. Yeah. Go Lakers. Go Lakers. <laughs> um, okay. Well, uh, that's all I got for today, Sarah. Do you have any closing thoughts? Um, okay. What, I don't remember who it was, but one guy, when they were talking, um, during the cocktail party, I really, really liked this question. Um, I thought it was a good one. Um, when you're worked up, what do you do? Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was a really good first date question. Yeah, that's great. She said she plays with her dogs, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he says that he like goes to his family's house or something. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a really oh, a good way to feel centered. And I think animals are really grounding in that yeah, way. I'm happy her dogs are there. So cute. They're so cute. All right, guys. We'll be back next Thursday. Thank you so much for tuning in for this first episode. We're so happy to be back. We're so happy to be talking about dumb stuff <laughs> with you. And we're Alex, wishing- do you, do you yeah. want to announce some big news you have? Oh, sure. Um, Sarah, why don't you say it so I don't sound like a dick? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So for the last year, Alex has been writing for a show that has been kept super top secret. We didn't know what it was for a long time. Can't really tell us anything. And it was announced today that Dexter is coming back, is coming back. (laughs) And that's what Alex has been working on. So for all you Dex heads out there. I, I gotta say, I think uh, spending this much time, you know, studying The Bachelorette prepared me really well to get in the head of a sociopathic human mm. being. So mm. I, I well, think we've one, seen a lot of them come through, right? 100%. So, you know, I, I, I had been well-researched <laughs> at the time I had gotten the job thanks to this uh, shit show of a franchise. So... It was a total blast. I'm super excited about it. And thanks for bringing it up. Yes, everyone um, check it out when it airs. <laughs> Next fall on Showtime. Yeah, so everyone gets Showtime now. I told Alex the thing I'm most excited about is now is that I have an excuse to get Showtime. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see you next week. All right, love ya. You too, bye. If you like what you heard, please rate and subscribe. And of course, the journey doesn't end here. Follow us on social media at Sarah Elizabeth Franklin and at Alex Ryan Frank. See you later. Hi, I'm Michelle Veray. And I'm Kimberly Trung, and we are the host of Crush Fictionally, a podcast all about your favorite fictional characters from movies, TV shows, and more. Each episode, we pick a theme, curate a list of characters that we love, why we love them, and some fun facts about the people who created them. So if you've ever felt a true connection with a fictional character, tune in to Crush Fictionally on Campfire Media or wherever you find your podcast. Campfire.